What's up, guys? We're back again on another episode of Even More About Nothing. I am one of your hosts, Rafiki. And to my right... What's up, guys? Uh, it's Timmy Tunga. I've been gone for a few weeks now, but I'm back. Why did we let you back again? Hmm. I'm consistent. <laughs> Not the last few weeks, but you know. I was gone for good reasons. Neither are you, bud. Oh, because well, I've been more episodes than anybody here. That does, okay. <laughs> nah, go go, go so, do no, an episode no, no, count. No, 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 I'm not going to dispute that. Yeah, yeah, I've been on more episodes, but starting performance does not excuse recent behavior. <laughs> can, can we make I've that been like on the last three weeks <laughs> straight. Let's make that a campaign, bro. Like, <laughs> anyways, yeah, you guys know what to do. Follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter at Timmy Tunga. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, no, I was thinking of what you're saying, like what I was gonna say for my intro. Uh, you guys might appreciate this, maybe not. You may not like me, but that's okay. Anyways, what's up, guys? It's your boy Matt. Uh, you can also follow me on social media at Matt underscore Gucci. That's O G U T U. Matt spelled with two T's. And on Instagram, you can hit that link for my Sarah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can we talk about how much of a plague this is? Like, Dog, well, I don't guys, get the point of having one. It's a certified thirst trap. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, man, it's... Why? Yeah, I, re- I remember talking to Timmy Tonga, and it was funny. Mookie had tweeted about it, and he's just like, I'm just like, I'm never getting a Sraha. That's a thirst trap. Two days later... All right, hit the link. <laughs> He's, and so then I, I remember talking to Timmy Tunga, and I was like, man, I was so adamant. I told myself, Matt, you're not going to get this. You know what this, what's going to happen when you get this. Don't get this. So I'm at work. Super slow. So what I do, I pop up in the app store. Next thing you know, I black out for two minutes, and I'm opening up Sarah. No, stop. It's too late. I was like, man, I'm all in. <laughs> but... Yeah, what is it intended for? I mean, uh, yeah, you can find out for yourself. Never mind. <laughs> we are not endorsing this in any way, shape, or form. This podcast does not officially endorse the app being Unless discussed. Unless they're trying to <laughs> throw something our way. <laughs> not a lawsuit. I was talking about money. <laughs> please, please. Which don't one sue seems it. more likely? <laughs> please, please right. don't sue us. <laughs> like, I'm begging you. <laughs> Anyways, last but not least. At the table, making his grand return, and a very—I don't—I don't know the right word to put there. Departure. A not necessarily a complete departure, but a farewell. See you later. Hopefully soon again. Return. Hey everybody, it's John, also known as Batman. Uh, so essentially, what God is talking about here is that I am actually moving. Uh, out of the state and moving out east for a while. Uh, just some stuff going on in life. Um, not in a bad way. So I'm hoping to return to Kansas City, but it'll be a while. Who knows? Maybe here in the future, months, weeks, months, year, whatever, maybe we can find some technological solutions for yes. me not being present, but still participating in this fantastic podcast. So, uh, stay tuned and, uh, stay alert. You never know when the Batman will strike. Ever. Except when we throw up that 
signal in the sky. Well, then, yes, you, you obviously know that it will happen then. <laughs> but we might not have a signal. It might be one of those things like, I don't know, walkie-talkie? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Why are you looking at me like that, Timmy? Why not? <laughs> Fair. Fair. All right. On with today's shenanigans. Like always, we can review. Um, I'll go ahead and start. Busy week. Soccer is now in, in swing, running practices. So after work every day, I go deal with high schoolers. Okay. <laughs> Gotta love that. I know, right? High schoolers are entertaining in so many different ways. Now, to is this point the official school team or like the official a, school team? Which school? Uh, Summit Christian Academy. Cool. cool. So that's uh, been fun. Oddly enough, I'm coaching with my high school coach. Huh? Yeah. It it's fun. Like it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, guys. At all. But it's, it's, it's just kind of interesting, like, you know, all those years, years ago, you know, playing high school ball, and, you know, here's this guy, and even coached Matthew, you know, Matt, Matt had experiences with Coach Court, and now here I am, helping him ruin these kids, <laughs> like, hey, on the line, then they don't like that, they don't like that phrase, they've learned not to like that phrase. Anyways, that is my week because I don't have time for anything else. It's work at the bank, go coach. My life. Adulting is hard. It is. All right. Uh, Man, it's been a long week. No time to, like, relax. But on the flip side, uh, I got a new MacBook because the budget's going up, man, because... My old one was on the last leg, so finally upgraded. But now my phone is messing up, and I need to start budgeting for a new phone. But, yeah, <laughs> it's funny how that works. But, uh, yeah, I got a new computer. Um, excited about that. Got some more storage for us because, you know, that's important. So that's about it, man. Haven't been doing much. Batman? Uh, well, it's been a little bit of a whirlwind week. Uh what with the whole moving in a few days thing, I spent a lot of the week packing things up, organizing the packed things, getting rid of stuff that I don't need anymore, uh, you know, wrapping up at work, trying to make sure I don't, like, just leave a bunch of, of mess, metaphorically speaking. Also somewhat literally, but, you know, more so metaphorical mess, you know, so that my coworkers aren't mad at me. Trying not to burn the bridge, and I think I succeeded pretty well. Mm. So I made sure to send myself out with uh, some memes because that's I've been acknowledged in that office as the uh, master of memes. So it will stay that way. <laughs> it probably will stay that way. I'll ret- if I ever return, I'll ma- I'll have to make sure to send an email out with a meme coming soon to an office near you. <laughs> <laughs> your picture yeah. uh, with the get... George Clooney Batman <laughs> oh, I will come across this table <laughs> to you and it will not be pretty <laughs> so we should just move on to Matthew uh, what happened this week 
It was long. Oh, first Fridays. Kind of smushed together. Oh, yeah. So, for those of <laughs> you that are in the Kansas City area, this thing called First Fridays. Um, and it, it's, as you would guess, happens on the first Friday of the month. So, the other day, yesterday, August 4th, some friends and I went down there. Uh, it was pretty fun. There was... Sporting KC had a block party they were doing and had the world's largest game of flip cup. Tournament, mm-hmm. actually. Tournament. And for those of you that aren't aware of what flip cup is, it uh, it's basically a game where you have a cup with a beverage in it, you drink said beverage, then place it on the table with the right, open side, right side up well first you do right side up and well no after you turn, know. It, you turn it upside, upside down, down sorry yeah and with the ledge kind of like uh kind of hanging off the ledge and no. you then have to you still like this and then oh yeah right side up and then you have to flip it so it lands upside down and they had 380 some people playing <laughs> One of those things that sounds super simple and easy and proves itself to be only simple. Well, when the said beverage is alcohol, it gets. (laughs) 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 That's the little twist you forgot to put there. But, uh, yeah, so that was interesting to watch. Randy Suni Saad, he's a Sporting KC player. Him and Sony Mustavar were there, so that was cool. Uh, Other than that, I walked around, uh, ran into some friends, other friends. Yeah. But besides that, pretty mundane week, just soaking up summer before classes start. Uh, did yeah. I start any new animes? Did I watch anything? Nope. I don't think so. So it's just been pretty much. I don't know what it looked to me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, that's been about it for me. Okay. All right. Um, so now we're, we're done with that. Um, what, do we, what do we want to hit on first? Do we, I don't know, Mr. Host. You've what? got the list. Yeah. <laughs> Just go top to bottom. That's fair. <laughs> uh, let's start with uh, the... We'll, we'll start on the DC side of things. Um, Raven has been casted and obviously announced for live action. For? Teen Titans. You should have led with that, man. I want to get a start, man. So, you didn't those- even <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead. For those who don't know, uh, DC has a uh, network. Uh, do we know when that's uh, going to officially launch? Uh, no, but it's going to be a streaming service where they have uh, several shows and shows that will be featured on there, such as Young Justice Season 3, uh, live yeah. action Teen Titans, which is what we're getting to. Has that been officially announced for it? It's under the assumption, but I don't know if it's been officially. For no, Teen Titans for the that that app. No, it is. Okay. It is. Yeah, it is for that. They but are moving Justice League there too. Oh, word. Oh, bet. But yeah, so we got um, Teen Titans, uh, live action Teen Titans that's going to be happening. It's coming in twenty eighteen, and they casted the Raven uh, for that show. And uh, the actress is Tegan Croft, and all of us at this table had never heard of her before in our lives. So. Uh, I think it'll be interesting, to say the least. Um, she seems like a bit of a newer actress on the scene, so I don't know how well she'll do or like what to get from that. 
Do we have any other casting for that show yet? I don't think we do, actually. Cast? I think this is... Yeah, oh, all, all, all I'm saying is they need to get that guy from YouTube who do the Nightwing series. That's on bad. the one hand, I would agree. On the other hand, my worry there is he's like kind of the older, more experienced Nightwing, and if we're going for like the Teen Titans days, he might be a little old. However, wasn't there talk of it being an older Robin almost becoming a Nightwing type character? I thought. I mean, if they do that, I thought there was a type that was like Nightwing that did have Nightwing a part of it. I mean, if they're going for that, then I guess. Well, but remember that was more Titans, not Teen Titans. Yeah, that's the that's the thing that's kind of making me wonder because if it's Teen Titans. You know, like... You'd have to have Robin. Like, I mean, it has to be a Robin. Young Justice, he was, like, 19 in the second season after the time skip. But uh, even though he was 18, older, actually. even though, yeah, even though he was older at that point, he really wasn't involved as much. He was a figurehead for them. Right. But he wasn't really involved in the way that everybody was. Well, yeah. But I, I guess you could make state the argument for Aqualad. Yeah. He made. He was probably the oldest character in the first season, so yeah, he was probably twenties. But I guess where I was going with that is, if they do that, you know, Robin could be kind of like the el- I don't know if elder statesman is the correct term, but like the oldest person on the team. But it wouldn't necessarily be creepy, you know, because like you got you know like if you have like a thirty year old guy and then everybody else is like eighteen, seventeen, sixteen, like that's kind of you know, do we need to call in a an actual adult here, you know, does Batman need to have an intervention with whoever this person is? You know, you know what Batman interventions go like, so, you know, we don't we don't need that in the cleaning budget, so... <laughs> um, but no, I'm, I'm definitely interested to see. I, I had not actually heard about this DC Network thing, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of curious to see how they develop that and what they're... I don't mean this in like a bad way, but what they're going to charge, if they're going to go for a Netflix streaming level charge. Because like the thing with that is, if you charge a $10 a month fee, my worry is that they're going to feel pressure to try to fill more and more space. Unless that $10 a month gives you permanent unlimited access to any DC animated anything, any DC live action Anything, movies, TV shows, and I guess anything but CW stuff, maybe, because that's probably under contract already. But any of the yeah. old TV shows, movies, cartoons, any of that, that would be cool. Like even the like super retro stuff. So that would be one way to do well, it. Well, I, I know. Well, ultimately, because when you really look at it, I don't think they'll really pull too much from the CW. Granted, like. Ultimately, those two companies are under the same umbrella, right? And you know, in the hierarchy of things. Um, if for those who don't know, CW is a product of WB, which is ultimately a product of um, Turner. Um, Turner Broadcasting. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. they're under that whole. Um, umbrella and DC fits in there in that mold. I think they're actually I think they bought by WB, or they're DC with WB. I thought it was like they're with WB. There, there's there's connections there right. nonetheless. I don't, I don't know that it's quite like the Disney Marvel relationship, but mm, I, yeah, I don't think it's quite like that. But there, nonetheless, there's connections. Right. Yeah. Strong connections. Yeah. So, um, 
Uh, so, and I, at that point, it's kind of like, it's like you're beating one side of your pocket and not trying to feed the other, you know, like there's, there's no, there's no point in really pulling from right. there. Um, nor does it make sense to also house episodes there. Um, cause it really pulls from the viewership for, you know, CW and yeah. I don't think that the higher ups would like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that should be interesting. Um, I'm really curious to kind of see how things play out in terms of even just the first couple episodes because I don't think we have much. However, I think with because as far as cast the lineup wise in terms of team or Titans or Team Titans, however it's going to be, um, it's supposedly Robin. Raven, Starfire, Beast Boy are the four I think I remember that they said for sure. And then I think there might be Starfire. You said Starfire. Do you mean Cyborg? I mean, uh, uh, wait, so Raven, I don't know, Robin, Raven, Star. No, it's just a four. It's just a four. I think there might be a fifth. But the four from the descriptions, the code descriptions really screamed those characters if we know anything about DC which right. is what we are mostly so they may not be including Cyborg because he's already tied into the live action movies and they're not wanting to split that I guess which mm-hmm. I kind of have two feelings about because I know that caused some weird things going on in certain periods of like the Justice League cartoon or like I know that the cartoon the Batman like had no Joker for a couple seasons because of the live action movies, you know, the Nolan movies, and then it was fine, and then they had a live action, you know, they had a Joker in there, and so on and so forth. So, however, you know, that's completely aside from, like, quality or whatever, I think that was purely just because of... The timing of everything? They, they had, like, this whole idea of, oh, we can or can't have these characters in these places, etc. That's why we never got a Two-Face, I think, in the Batman. We just never had a Two-Face, because... That was coming out right around when the Nolan Dark Knight movie was coming out, and so they're like, "Oh, we can't have the character in two places because I don't know." As if people want kids to be get a- confused. It's it doesn't anyway. make sense. I know, um, and this was a problem with DC for uh, for a while was that they didn't, and I I can understand to a to a, to a point where they didn't want to um, oversaturate so many mediums in the market with some of these characters right. which I can understand to a point but however you know you're hindering from some shows really you know pushing yeah. forward by by doing that um but like with something like that if you got the Batman going on and then you have the Christopher Nolan Batman well yes they're kind of in that same entertainment corner but your markets aren't necessarily they're so yeah they're so different and you can and the joker has so many sides to him that you you know obviously the animated can do that the live action can't and vice versa so right i don't see the animated version doing a magic trick with a pencil yeah there's that <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong so like do you think they shot themselves in the foot by doing something like that for the last several years? Because it's only now that, you know, they've kind of lifted some restraint because 
Superman showed up in uh, Supergirl season two, which nobody ever thought that was really going to happen. I think that, as a, in a broad sense, opening things up is actually a good idea. Um, I mean, I'm of the personal opinion I would like the CW show. I would like one of the CW shows to stop teasing me and just show me the gosh darn Batman already. Like yeah. they keep talking. Supergirl especially keeps talking about him. Oh. All but says his name. Give me Batman already. Stop teasing me, etc. Um, I will say, having thought about it for a moment with the Teen Titans show, if they don't bring Cyborg in at first, I don't think that's entirely a bad thing because that would let them separate themselves a little bit from the animated series, make this show its own thing. So bring in, if they, ha- I would like them to have a fifth character bring somebody else in. I'm not sure off the top of my head who. Um, I guess maybe offhand suggestion you could bring in Stargirl just because you could have kind of the fun dynamic there. Like her stepdad could show up occasionally so you'd have the stripesy character. Um, Would one of the seasons we get have them bringing in Tara? I would wonder if they would almost feel obligated to do so. Mm. You know, of course, if they did that, they'd then have to bring in Deathstroke. Yeah. That might be tricky because there's a character that they may feel is getting, would be getting saturated in the sense of we have Deathstroke in the CW shows. I mean, Arrow, essentially, but Mm -hmm. who knows? Um, We're we're almost 100% sure going to have Deathstroke in the uh, DC live action movies. Yeah. You know, and I mean, he's in, he's been in a couple of cartoons and stuff, so a third live action Deathstroke might be a bit much, but can you do Tara's story if you completely remove Deathstroke? Remove Deathstroke? Do you think you can do that story? Like, do you think there's another character who could take Deathstroke's spot? For terrorists, like that's that like, that's hard. Yeah, unless like, you may. Ter- oh, go I, ahead. I was just gonna say, I think the terror plot could work. I think that that's some really ripe ground, but that's where you get into the tricky spot of yeah. I don't know if they'd want to cast a third Deathstroke. However, I mean, obviously, there's some weird ways around it because right now we, I think, we are set to have. I think a full because obviously season six. We're going to be diving more into Deathstroke. Uh, also, that means, you know, Jericho's probably right around the corner because they did mention his son at the end of the fifth season. Um, so I think we're really getting to the kind of Deathstroke I think most of us, quote-unquote, feel like we got within the Teen Titan series. So let's say, for speculation and rumor's sake, and just to think about it, what if they found that weird way of tying the two shows together by using Manu Bennett if he decided, hey. So you wouldn't necessarily be... It's a way around of oversaturating. So you still keep the same so character. You, you take the Teen Titan show, you actually place it in the CW-verse. Mm-hmm. And he, mm-hmm. let's, let's just say that he travels across the country to, you know... To do whatever, and then he gets caught up in that mess. Tara shows up, right. and he's so. I'm again speculation. That'd be I interesting. Think, so, going through the cast that we know we have, Raven, I think is 
not would not be hard to tie into CW-verse. They've already introduced magic. We have magic, we have metahumans. You can tie Raven in. Uh, Beast Boy, I feel like, would be the same way. You can tie Beast Boy in. He could just be somebody, like... They've had meta. They've had at least one metahuman who wasn't in the uh, explosion in Central City. Yes. And I mean, there's been enough shenanigans and chicanery going on at this point. You could probably explain other people getting meta powers. Um, Starfire is an alien. That's maybe a little harder, except that we already had. We've already had aliens. In the, uh, I guess if we use. The non-Supergirl CW shows as Earth Prime and say Supergirl is like Earth 36. They, yeah, they said 36. We've had aliens in Earth 1 of the CW shows. The Dominators, they brought Supergirl to their dimension to fight the Dominators. The Dominators were in that dimension. So there's other aliens out there, you know, shouldn't be too hard. I think the trickiest part would be Nightwing because then... That's a definitive answer of the Bat Clan existing. Even if he only ever shows up in that Teen Titans show, unless you kind of do a wink and a nudge and a nod, and you use Manu Bennett, but he's not quite technically the CW Arrow Deathstroke. That I feel like that's maybe the big hang-up there is. Hmm. I would almost think they would have an easier time tying. This Teen Titans show into the cinematic universe in some ways, just because then you don't have like, well, the super people are over in this entirely separate dimension. The super family is over here, and that's really the only place we hear about. I think we we have the reference to Oracle in one of the seasons of Arrow, where Oracle's already taken, and. I think maybe somebody said something about, uh, I thought it was another city where somebody wore masks. Or no, that was Supergirl. Like, everything else about Batman has been Supergirl. Other than that brief phone glimpse of Earth 2 Barry's phone that had, you know, Clark, Bruce, Diana, a couple others. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you did it in the cinematic verse, you could totally still have a Knight, a Dick Grayson Nightwing, and then all the others could certainly work. You know, we have magic, we have aliens, we have meta powers, etc., etc. So, I think one of those two would probably be the smoothest way to do it if you included him. That's not to say that they will. They may make it its entirely own universe. That's true. But I think if I if I had to throw something out there, I would probably actually try to tie it into the cinematic universe just because I feel like you're not quite as restricted. Because I feel like the flip side of all these CW shows is they've really built a lot of the lore up, and so it's kind of like, okay, so how do you fit where do we in? fit this in? You know, where where even are these people, and where do they come from, etc. The cinematic universe is a lot smaller so far, so that's easier to do. There's not like you don't have to shoehorn everything into. Well, they're a metahuman because of the explosion in Central City. You don't have to meta, you don't have to shoehorn them into that. There's just oh yeah they're mid human, that I, and that's all you have to do. Trying to show that's them true. Along. But I mean also we're kind of finding out where, with the Black Lightning show around the corner, you know that's going to put a change and a damper on things of, because, at this point in 2017, he's a retired hero. Right. So the question is. 
he wasn't from the particle accelerator. So where did he get his power from? Well, and I so, wonder you know, if he's if that one's set on Earth one or if it's going to be set on a slightly different. That's Earth. that's very true. That's very true. Because it was a, I heard that it was originally not a CW show, but then the CW picked it up. Yeah, so a Fox passed on it. Apparently, yeah, it's like not heavily connected right now. So it could be that they put they put them on yet another Earth, which I'm that's okay true. with. You know, especially mm-hmm. if he's like kind of the like one of the big heroes of that earth. I think that would be cool. And and uh, one thing that I think kind of some people should be aware of, like, one th- we shouldn't be... We're not going to see a crossover anytime soon. With him, you mean? With him. For one reason being, like, not saying that they can't do it, but for pri- one single primary reason, they're shooting that show in Atlanta. Simple as that. As opposed to, uh, was it? Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Simple reason. Vancouver, the stand-in for the entirety of the United States. Wait. (laughs) 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 Like, seriously, though, it's like Coast City is supposed to be, like, on the coast, presumably. Central City is theoretically in the middle of the nation. Um, I think, well, I guess uh, Legends just jumps all over anyway. They're all over the place. And then... Supergirl is, I think, supposed to be in California. It's always which is weird because, uh, like, it does have a California vibe. It's way too sunny. They got, like, the it's desert, way too sunny. They got like the desert stuff and all that. I'm like that. But it's Supergirl. They're trying to give it a bright feel to it. Right. It's, That's it's, true. But ain't it supposed to be like? Isn't Metropolis more? Okay. So like, Metropolis. The, is the U.S. map for D.C. is one of the most confusing things. Point blank. Period. Yeah. Can we can we agree to that? Yeah, yeah, it was probably it was probably designed by a combination of H.P. Lovecraft and uh, M.C. Escher. So, and and it's hard to dictate like which Earth you know to stay consistent which Earth with what because like in, if even if you go the, the TV route, for example, Smallville. Smallville had yeah yo so like Smallville <laughs> was like yo but so it's like Metropolis is like three hours away. <laughs> Like, like Kansas City, see, like <laughs> yeah, like no, that point, it's basically Kansas City plus plus, you know. Um, I was so lost. I was like, huh? yeah, yeah, I was like, but then like you go to Young Justice and Young Justice, where like they literally give you a map of where things are. Gotham City and Metropolis are not that far from each other. Like, they're not that far. They're almost like. In they're the sense of like they're maybe close, but they're not movie esque. They're about it looks like because when that when was it the Amazo, uh, the whole uh, season one with the Amazo where the uh, Superboy was on the train, and oh, being transported. Yeah. They they passed I think near Metropolis, all heading to Gotham, and you're looking at the map, and I'm like, that looks like it could be relatively an hour drive. But then you go to BVS, there's a lake splitting the two. Like yeah, they're across the bay from each other, which is. I feel like that's too close. Like, usually I've heard Metropolis map to New York City. Yes. Um, if you treat Gotham as a harbor city, so, like, it's on the coast, I, I don't know. I feel like maybe, like, Atlantic City would be more appropriate. That would still keep you pretty close to New York City. What about Manhattan? Well, Manhattan's not necessarily that. Manhattan's part of the New York City. Oh, no, that's true. That's why. So you've got the whole New York City metro. And then a separate metro would be, like, Atlantic City or uh, Boston or someplace like that. I would do, like, Atlantic City just because, I mean, there's a lot of history there. 
but it can map pretty well with the history in Gotham. Like I know Atlantic, I think Atlantic City has a lot of like mob history and some other stuff. That's like there's a lot of theme parks. I mean, there's how many abandoned theme parks in Gotham City? It maps pretty well. So, I mean, but yeah, like sometimes they try to claim that there's both a New York and a Metropolis, and it's like you. You can't just plop cities down wherever. Yeah, so. it's really annoying. Well, I mean, I guess technically you can, but uh, that doesn't mean it's going to work very well. Every time I look at that map, I'm scratching my head like, okay, so can we just get a... DC, please get us a uniform map. Point blank period. Somebody, or if anybody somebody knows. needs to pull the trigger on, yes, no, do these cities replace existing cities? That's and part then, of it. Also, here's, here's the crazy part. If we really think about it, the new 52 kind of also changed that too entirely because the, you remember there was that whole that uh, the whole convergence convergence was a thing and all the existing cities that ended up ended up surviving created a new earth 2 i believe it was was it earth 2 or was it uh, earth 1 you're looking at the wrong guy i haven't read the i haven't read like either way like convergence so and I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, so we've got like three different forms of Metropolis, another form of Gotham. We got, you know, 3005 timeline mixing. I'm like, what is happening? So, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, we just, let's go ahead and talk about this Sony thing. Um, okay, so, uh, News broke earlier this week, or, well, yeah, technically. Very early in the week. I think, tech, well, yeah, the 31st was Monday. So, on the 31st, Sony uh, announced that they are buying a majority stake into Funimation. Um, so, mm. it's it's very, very... It was actually kind of surprising. Uh, surprising, yet not surprising. I mean, Sony is still, I guess, technically a... Dri- Japanese company, right? Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, so I I guess, like, I guess in the grand scheme of things, maybe it's not super surprising, but it's still kind of, it came out of left field. Yeah. So, um, apparently they they got in for 150 mil. Wow. So, Hmm. which I thought it would be more, honestly, but I don't, I don't know. Um, and then, um, Fuku Fukunaga, who is the CEO of Funimation, is actually he's a minority stake holder. Um, but I guess because of how this whole situation is going down, he'll still remain the CEO of Funimation. Um, the big thing is there's still a lot of details coming out um, as to what this will entail, yeah. but. Some of the rumors, and I want to know you guys' thoughts, but some of these rumors are like, um, how does this help Sony, let alone Funimation? Does does this mean, you know, um, so, you know, Sony and Funimation will have a deal for like, you know, buying some Funimation to where like you buy a PlayStation, you get deals on that for free, or I mean, what? I'm sure there'll be stuff like that kind of trade offs. But what I was reading was like. Um, Funimation said as of now, like, there's going to be, like, no changes in what they do or, like, how they function. So, like, we're still going to get our simul dubs. Uh, they're still going to f- focus on getting uh, anime uh, dubs, you know, to the 
to the viewers and whatnot. So I don't know. Uh, I I see it as like a positive thing, you know. Like I don't think anything. I mean, if that holds true, really yeah. negative can come out of it unless they stop that or like it freezes them up. They're not able to get out animes as faster. If they do, I'm gonna have to talk to Sony of like, hey man, listen, like, <laughs> I need my anime. Like, <laughs> it's like we can pull up outside. <laughs> exactly. Pull up or shut. <laughs> <laughs> I know there are some people uh, like tossing around ideas after the announcement. They're just like, "Oh, I kind of like what you're saying." Or, um, like, what if you get like a PlayStation Plus type subscription? Would you also, if you didn't before, would you also, in conjunction with that, get like a Funimation Premium, or will that be included with it, or something mm-hmm. like that? Um, that? I mean, that's a cool idea. I don't know how the specifics of that would work out, but I mean, it's a fun idea to kind of. Uh, add incentive for people who aren't already on PlayStation Plus to get PlayStation Plus and stuff like that. And, you know, the crazy part is, like, already, like, this whole console war thing, like, PlayStation is already, like, you know, running the show with 50-plus million to, I think, 30-plus million, maybe 31 or 2, somewhere in there. Do you think, especially for those who are... Because a lot of... Most anime fans tend to be some type of gamer of some sort, usually. I don't know an anime person, someone that loves anime to the core, who doesn't play games. So, it'd be interesting if they do something like that to see how much these PlayStation spike in sales. Do you think that's a possibility, or... Yeah, I remember, like, reading some, through some of the comments, some people were just like, well, they're uh, throwing ideas like how it can help each other or whatever. Some people were just like, oh, well, okay. Uh, some people were just like, why are we doing this? Then there was a distinct tone among Xbox fans. is like, man, Xbox, y'all already screwing up. What y'all doing? How can you miss out on this? <laughs> <laughs> and so I think they're... Somebody better... Get them on the phone with Crunchyroll. Yeah. What is his name? Phil Jones? Is that, is that what it is? Not Phil Jones. I don't know. I don't even know what his name is. The guy who runs Xbox. But. <laughs> <laughs> Irrelevant. Anyway. Greg, teach him. <laughs> teach him. <laughs> I play PlayStation. That's all I know. Except for when Halo comes out, which I'm looking forward to that. Anyway. Um, week. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think there will be a drive among Xbox constituents. That will say, hey, mom, I need a PS4. I'm just kidding. Not everyone needs to ask their parents to get the PlayStation 4. But you think it could, if yeah. it did have some sort of connected deal, would drive set. Like, that seems reasonable to me. It's like, hey, buy a new PlayStation, you get a free yeah. month of Funimation, or you get early act, you know, you get this or whatever. Yeah. Or, like, your PlayStation Now account gives you a $2 discount on Funimation or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, don't just make it like it's both in one. You want to make money on the Funimation stuff, but give them a discount. Yeah. And then you hit that happy balance. Yeah. It won't be, like, a huge wave. Uh, because... Um, there are ways that people will watch anime for free. That is an actual thing. And so it won't be a huge wave, but um, there still will be 
uh, motiv- extra motivation for people to go from Xbox or to have a dual console household. So they'll have Xbox and mm-hmm. PlayStation 4. Um, so what does that mean? Like, on one hand, like, some people like us, we have the VRV app. So at that point, it doesn't really matter. Which, if you don't have the VRV app, go get it. It will change your life. Now, like, literally. It will change your life. You don't have to go changing apps. So, does something like, you know, by... Because I I think, at least for me, at least for me, it would have to be a really, really good... Something solid, something else that I can't get, like, on the VRV app to make me say, like... All right, let me let me buy this actual like solo subscription for Funimation. But actually, I don't even know where I was going with that. To be honest, low key. I don't know. It's still very early, and it, a lot is still up in the air. So like, we'll see. Only time will tell. Yeah. So, with that being said, let's flip the script. And by flip the script, we're just hopping over to Crunchyroll uh, because that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, hey, we posted <laughs> something on our Facebook page. Uh, and Crunchyroll Funimation, they're pretty much the same thing. Ever since VRV came out, it's all blended together. Like, yeah. they have their own studio and stuff like that. But, you know, you know, I'm rambling for no reason. So, what we're talking about is a new Netflix original anime that's going to come out in 2018. And it looks pretty dope. Not going to lie. I don't know if any of you saw the chance, like, we post on our Facebook page. Uh, Timmy Tung, I know you watched the trailer also. Yes, sir. What are your thoughts? Now, first, tell us what it is and what your thoughts are on it. First, I think it's pronounced Ico, uh, A-I-C-O is how they're spelling it. But um, basically, it's like um, artificial intelligence. Uh, is it taking over the world? Is that kind of yeah, kind of what it is? Yeah, uh, it, it's hard to explain. Like, you'd really have to watch the trailer. Um, but it just looks really cool. I like definitely like the animation for it, and it's... Uh, Kind of a different take on how they would normally do artificial style animes rather than just, you know, like being in a world where robots take over. It's it's not quite like that. Um, it almost looks like there's like two parts to it. Uh, but I don't know. I just really love the trailer because the action was pretty insane. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that, uh, Matt? I don't know. It was pretty cool. Um, whenever I was watching it. Uh, it had like three parts of the trailer. The trailer's like five minutes long. And so uh, there are like kind of like three definitive parts to it. And so I watched the first part and I was like, all right, cool, yeah. Uh, that's pretty interesting, like seeing how it progresses. Then it gets to like the action portion of the trailer. And I completely forgot about the first part because it's like such a heavy shift. And, well, not a heavy shift. It's a sudden shift. All of a sudden it's something completely different. Not showing any of the characters that were in the first part of the trailer. And I was like, all right, yeah, that's cool. That's about, like, three minutes of the trailers, all the action. All of a sudden, it switched back in relation to the first part. And I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) What's going (laughs) on? Uh, Here we go. I just pulled up the Crunchyroll description of it. In Japan in the year 2035, an accident known as The Burst occurs during a research project spawning an out-of-control artificial life form called Matter that has spread throughout the Kurobe Gorge. The research city that was once hailed as the hope for humanity is cord- cordoned... C- cordoned? Cordoned? 
According to I don't know. According to Oth by the government, two years later, 15-year-old Aiko Tachibana, who lost her family in the burst, learned something unbelievable from Yuya Kanzaki, a new student at her school. A secret is hidden within her body, and the answer to the puzzle lies at the primary point that was the center of the burst. When boy meets girl, the fate of humanity in their hands, uh, what new truth will come to light? Okay, I'm going to pause for a moment. It's not exactly identical, but it rem- as as you were reading this, you know what show I, th- I thought of? What? Static Shock. Mm. Because How? of the first thing? Just, th- just think about it. You've got an epicenter of something that's happened. Yeah. Changes happening around the city. Bang, babies. Like... You kind of see what I'm saying. Like I'm not saying like it's match for match, right. but the the almost the the concepts of each ideas. I was just kind of like, why 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 do I feel like I'm gonna watch an anime version of Static Shock? Like I know it's not going to be, but that's what came in my head. Hmm. Huh, that's interesting. I didn't think. So it's not like a worldwide like the AI is taking over the world, but there's an area that's affected. Yes. T. Bang babies were affected so, in a certain area. Got it. Hey, <laughs> not in my suit like that. <laughs> Chill. See, all I'm thinking is that we still need to save Serakana. So we have to AI take over. <laughs> so bad. That was so bad. What, Terminator or? Terminator was so bad. As, as memorable as it can be, let's be honest. Like Yeah, the best one is... Terminator 2, obviously. Still. Oh, man. I'm not saying they're like... Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I'm uh, excited for this anime. It is due to drop spring of 2018. Um, Speaking of animes, what are, in your opinion, the new big three right now? The new big three. I can give Hold you on. two so, of them. Before we switch over to that, forgot to mention the most important part. So for this new anime uh, that is being made, it's coming from Bones Studio, who mm. also does My Hero Academia. Hmm. Nice. That changes the game. But Which is a great segue back into the question. What are the big three animes? My Hero Academia. <laughs> <laughs> As of right now, I will say One Piece is number one. Yeah. My Hero will be at two. Third one still to be determined for me. Honest, as much as I don't like this show, and that's just me personally, I will say Attack on Titan just because of the popularity that it has. Well, I... I don't think we're going purely based off a of story. We're just going off of popularity. I think it's a tag on Titan, if you ask me. Because if you walk in a room with about 50 people, say, hey, who watches a tag on Titan? At least 30 people raise their hand. <laughs> At least. Uh, assuming we're talking like a group, all anime fans. Yeah, essentially, yeah. But even like people that don't really watch anime, but like, you know, like a decent show I guess quote unquote <laughs> they, they, they've seen Attack on Titan like I know people that don't watch anime regularly it's like oh I've seen Attack on Titan as much watch anime. <laughs> as much as I hate to agree with that I'll have to 
Uh, definitely on the first two. I think, obviously, if you're not watching My Hero Academia... You're asleep. Y- yeah, you're, you're, you're sleeping under a rock right now. And then you're going to be that guy, Hey, Rick, check this out. <laughs> one of my, one of my favorite Geico commercials of all time. <laughs> Geico had the cleanest commercial with that. And that they, they literally came out looking dirty out that dust, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, but you're going to end up like Rick coming to check this out real late. So what you need to do is I'm Three years you, later. Hey, man, you... I seen this dope anime. Oh, oh, really? What's it called? My Hero Academia. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I seen that four years ago. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's really great. So like, oh, one of the things I did this past week was I went back and I. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I read through uh, the back half of uh, My Hero. So everything after the sports festival and stain, and so. There's a lot of great stuff that I'm excited for that's coming up, especially after the sports festival. I know next week is supposed to be kind of like a, a one-off to like switch gears and like so they can focus more on the storyline. Um, because I think next week it's supposed to be like they're showing everyone at their internships or whatever, but it's going to be a one-off episode. Which, uh, for, uh, it's an anime exclusive that they're doing. Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, super excited for that. Also, one of the other things... Uh, that was posted over the past week concerning My Hero was a sketch that was produced by uh, the creator of the manga and the story. Uh, Because if you watched not this most recent episode, so that would be season two episode, I think it was 17 that came out today. So if you watched episode 16... Or it might be last week was empty. Anyways, if you watched two weeks ago, there was the conclusion of the Stain fight. There was a Nomu that had wings that had snatched up Midoriya and was flying off. And now a lot of people were asking, well, why did, out of everyone that was in the crowd, did it pick out Midoriya? And so he had uh, drawn it, and he was provided some background information on the Nomu. And it turns out he said... It is one of the kids that he and Bakugo hung out with when they were younger. And so uh, you could see there was like a screenshot. And there's semblance. Yeah. And you could see like the kid, the wings that he had. Like that was his quirk. He had the wings. I don't know like specifically if that was all his quirk was, but he had wings. A physical manifestation of his quirk. And he said that that kid was essentially the same person as that Nomu who had snatched up Midoriya, thus causing the rec- like the recognition and realization of snatching up Midoriya, I think. And so he said he wants to do little tidbits like that throughout the manga of that's giving cool. background information on the different Nomu that we see. That's awesome. I, I think that's really... Yeah, that's definitely really cool that they the will take the time. Yeah, because that just tells you how much they've put into that show and why it definitely deserves a spot in being one of the big three. Um, definitely the action is well, well done. The animation for it is just so clean. Um, but let alone, they find their moments to build the story without really dragging it. Yes. Um, and by far, by far, like, don't get me wrong, like, 
I think from a pure animation standpoint and watching from beginning to end, the, my favorite episode so far has to be the Midoriya versus Todoroki fight. Point blank, period. That episode has to go down as a classic for that show. Classic, I think, in all of anime. Dude, the yeah, development, actually, like the character development, like, in such a so thirty in a twenty minute period. Good, it's so just good. overall. You, with, know, you know what? Man. Even though it's not animated yet, do you know? Aside from like big defining moments, uh, somewhat of a spoiler alert if you haven't read My Hero. Aside from, so we're not looking at big moments. We're not looking at uh, necessarily the U.S. J fight uh, with All Might and the Nomu. We're not looking at uh, All Might versus All for One. Another one that would be a which, if done right, and they probably will do it right because it's my hero. That's now a valid explanation. It's my hero. Uh, will be a great animation. I think will be a great uh, just point in plot. Will be. One of the Bakugo and Midoriya fights, specifically, Two? whenever they are supposed to be pitted against All Might. That. Wait, that one is when they're so just after it's. This is directly after um, the kidnapping. No, no, this is directly after this right now. So they have their test with the teachers. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that'll be a good one. And also, now that I'm thinking about it, another good one. I'm just excited for them for the, uh, the to get their uh, preliminary licenses, their yeah, pro licenses yeah. and stuff like that. I'm excited for that, too. Preliminary pro license. Yeah. Yo, the dude that, uh, another spoiler alert, the dude that can make like things like disintegrate by touching them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, Boy, that's, man. that's a crazy territory. Another thing I want to see, I want to see the principal fight, man. It's kind of like another case of seeing Shanks fight. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I don't feel like he's just so but, strong, but the man. The thing is, I don't know. I think he's just like super smart because he takes part in the teacher exam too. Yeah, and he go. He, but like, he, he I, goes I, against uh, something in me. Is just like he's probably like has like a dope quirk. <laughs> well, but he the, just doesn't his, do. It. He's a well, giant he's, mouse. He explains it in like episode four, though. That uh, part of his quirk is that he's just super smart and he's smarter than a lot of human beings alive. Like, uh-huh. but the, so, again, again, he said it's part of. It's I don't think we've gotten the full. Scope. I don't know. I don't know. But that also, like most is, quirks, it's just yeah. like there's usually one thing to it. It's just a matter how you use it. Yeah. So I don't. But like, I he mean, he probably it, does have some fighting capabilities, but I don't know that it's anything so grandiose that it's gonna be like, oh, all of a sudden, like Midoriya's on the last leg. Here comes the principal. Hey, that would be dope. Though. I'm like, I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> no, see, if, he had, if he's a super genius, he just that just means he has like a giant robot or power armor. <laughs> yeah. Duh, anime yeah. logic. Yeah. <laughs> That's like superhero logic and anime logic. And this is an anime about superheroes. It applies doubly so. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but um, to go back to what we were saying, like the execution on this show, especially that episode I had mentioned, for what has been for what has been animated currently, has to go down as one of the greatest episodes currently for for that show, in my opinion. I agree. Um, just for the fact of you really get a sense of they reiterate why Midoriya wants to be a hero. You dive into Todoroki's past and his uncertainty, but then having a, mo- a momentary glimpse of like, 
okay, this is okay. Like, he was almost like Midoriya was going through this path of, like, helping Todoroki give himself a bit of redemption. Uh-huh. And then the fight on top of that was just nuts. It was just explosive. Can we say, like, that that, that explosion at the end was just, like, on some Naruto-level type stuff? For real. Like, not just Naruto. Naruto Shippuden. Late Shippuden. Like, it was just boom. And we're like, wait, what? What happened? Towards the end of Naruto, man, it just got, like, crazy. Like, (laughs) man. (laughs) One thing I miss about that show, it never got back to the basics of hand signs. Bro, I was watching uh, Boruto the the other day, and they were doing some hands. I was like, man. This, I like seeing it. This is home right here. <laughs> like, this is home. <laughs> it is the little things that make a place home. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, never mind, that's irrelevant. I mean, might as well say it. <laughs> no, no. Can't right. get off topic if there's no topic. No, no, no I'm not really getting off topic. Boy, everything I say is on topic. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm not worried about it. But. Okay. Um, uh, any Any other... Final thoughts, things we you guys want, I want to discuss? So, I watched this earlier today. I know we talked about it already. The Justice League trailer. Okay? Mm-hmm. Someone, somewhere, out on the interwebs, believes Supergirl might have some part of this. I've started hearing about that. I got a quick I question. Why did you take so long just to say that? <laughs> like, someone. Some, like, really? <laughs> it's called it's building <laughs> drama. Yeah. Okay. And people okay. scoot on their seats. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's for yes. the sake uh-huh. of the, And then that's when you the punch them with something the dumb. <laughs> but anyway. Okay, Mineta. <laughs> so. Fill us in on this theory. I mean, yeah, I guess, what what is it that makes them think that in particular? So, that, <laughs> he doesn't even know. No, so I, I sat there and I watched the trailer, and someone had captioned it, uh, did you catch a glimpse of Supergirl? And so the, I'm just like, what in the heck are you talking about? So I watched this trailer five, six, seven, pretty much near eight times, <laughs> trying to figure this out, what you guys are talking about, before I decided to go to the comments and see what people are talking about. And so... There is a particular scene where Bruce Wayne is seen looking at a hologram or projection or something like that of what you would assume to be Superman. All you see are capes, part of the leg, and then really high red boots. And so what would be... uh, where his suit would be, like, the blue covering the legs, is actually looks more like skin, not actual blue. Flesh tone. Yeah, it looks, blue. it's flesh tone. And so that, compared with, like, the really high red boots, people are just like, you know what, Supergirl might be part of this. Now, I'm more skeptical about it, because we've heard nothing about this up until now. Yeah, and, and there, there would be a lot of continuity fixing that you'd have to do in terms of earlier stuff, because... We in in Man of Steel we had a very young Superman who hadn't even been Superman for a full year. Then we go to BVS where he's been maybe a year or two 
Right. And by the time Supergirl normally shows up, he's pretty well established and for the most part is pretty well loved. And they hated him. Like, there was an overwhelming amount of hate for Superman at this point. I think it's too soon. So I'm going to yeah. say, no, someone someone is clickbaiting. Click, click baiting. Kind of like the people saying Green Lantern in the trailer. No, but that one, there's no, a little they, more no. validity. Did, yeah, I know. Dark Side didn't mention a Green Lantern. So. So. Well, I, yeah, 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 I know, but yeah. But there's a little more validity well, yeah. to Green Lantern showing up. Which we talked about last week, so if you guys haven't heard that episode, episode 79, so go back and, it was 79, yeah, so go back and listen to that, um, so we won't get into those details. But, Supergirl is too much of a stretch. And I feel like it would, because of how small their league roster is, I think it would feel a little too much like doubling up right now. And I think that would be a case where maybe taking the focus off of the show would be a bad idea. I feel like Superman himself as a big enough, well-known, well-known enough, etc. character, you can totally have him exist in the show and in the movie and it's not related, etc. That's not as much of an issue. Were I in WB shoes, I would want to focus Supergirl in the Supergirl series, which I know some people that are on this podcast are not as big of a fan of, possibly ones that are not sitting in this room right now. Oh, don't worry, he doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it, bud. I didn't say it. Um, I I used to enjoy Supergirl, like, but it, second it season, season was just I it, it wasn't, didn't do it. I mean, I it didn't. I Especially like, the way it ended, like the finale. Oh, yeah. How did it end? You know what? I watched the first season. I didn't. I, I stopped halfway through. So yeah, you're not missing much. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I for my part, I enjoyed the series overall. I'm not saying it was perfect. I'm not saying the ending episode was necessarily great in all the ways. I'm curious to see what happens in the next season. Um, I'm kind of hoping maybe, just as a side note, I'm kind of hoping uh, Jimmy Olsen gets himself like a actual colorful Guardian costume. Because he had a little thing about, oh, she scared me. It's like, dude, just paint your suit gold and blue and you're fine. <laughs> That's all you need to do, man. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll probably just watch it just because I've already watched two seasons. And I'm, yeah. just, I'm just that guy that like... I can't just drop a show after I've and dedicated so much time to it. And it hasn't done something to you that made you say, nope, That's done. like majorly offended me, yeah. Uh, See, that happened uh, for me. Titan. That happened for me with the That's Gotham. That one, yeah. <laughs> season, I think it was season two. Just the the whole Azrael plot and just how that went. I just, I was just, I think... The moment maybe was when Butch pulled out the rocket launcher. <laughs> I was like, nope. Not the that's rocket it. launcher. I'm finishing this season and I'm done. I'm, I was like, I'm done. Yeah, Attack on Titan. Like, I finished that season and I asked questions because I wanted to know what happens later on. It's like, man, it's not even worth it. Like, <laughs> yeah. And thank so, God I didn't continue to watch. Cause. I, I won't say that I'm 100% sure that this theory is wrong. I will say I think what could be happening there is actually just like an animation error instead of an actual, oh, they're slipping Supergirl in. Because, I mean, I feel like the other thing is you're already going to be making the whole Superman comes back to life a big focus in the film. The way that trailer laid it out, he is probably going to be like the cavalry in the 11th hour sort of thing. Like the rest of them are fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting and then all of a sudden out of the sky, it's like, look up in the sky... Is a bird, is a plane, no, it's Superman. He comes in. Like, can, you, can we talk about that phrase for a moment? 
Do people need to get their eyes fixed? Because that's the most annoying phrase to me, point blank period. Oh, look up at the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a man. Like, think about that for a moment. <laughs> it's a man in a cape flying. You're going to... You, you, hey, hey, you also have to realize what when, if somebody, the, when the phrase emerged. And, what if uh, that person had bad eyesight? Now, now you're Smog. just... Smog. <laughs> <laughs> when they make... When they make I think Matthew kind of has a point. Like when they made that, you know, it, it was there are corny sayings. Well, and it's probably one of those things like it's way up high, and it's like, you know, I mean, I don't know, I don't know about you guys, but I have to give a double check sometimes when I see like a plane or a bird. It's like, wait, what is that? Is okay, that's a plane, you know? Is so it, it's Superman. <laughs> It's like, you know, he's just, he's far Is that Superman? Up. A bird? No, it's a plane. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's the bat plane. Um, I, I think my favorite part of the trailer, which actually got me pretty hyped, like, I feel like the Thor trailer and Justice League trailer have me pretty hyped. I'm like, November's just going to be hopefully living up to the hype at this point, because for me, OMG. Uh, but I just love the part where, you know, Flash is like, you know, it's great that you guys are all ready to do battle and everything. I've never done battle. I've just pushed people and run away. The best part for me is that Ezra Miller made sure to do a pushing gesture. <laughs> and just kind of his face is just kind of like wide-eyed, like, I've, I've just pushed people and run away. Granted, when you're the Flash and you're pushing somebody, that's a little more effective than just know, like me pushing somebody. Or like I, Batman saying, yeah. <laughs> Also, I'm really, like with the trailer, I'm really glad with the approach Ezra Miller is taking to Barry Allen. Yeah. Uh, Coupled with that, I'll echo that part you're talking about, is when we have... uh, Jim Gordon. Oh, Uh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, are you sure you guys are enough? And he turns around, everyone else is gone but Barry. And he's like, and man, Barry turns like, around, he's like, like whoa, wait, what? Where? He's like, don't you hate it when they do that? They just like, just man, so it's like, actually, I should probably just, and he just, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, oh wow, they just, they just disappeared. And he's like, turning around, they just disappeared, didn't they? Wow, that's rude. And then he's like, boom. <laughs> it's great. I mean, it's just, I love that even Barry was like, wait, what? Like, dude, you... And he's the fastest guy there, like... You should be able to, like, see, like, what's going on. But, yeah. But it's, like, the fact that Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Cyborg were able to pull it on top of Batman is the best part. Jim Gordon's probably like, just... Just... Go. Accept that it's gonna happen. I did. It saved me tons of antacid. Possibly literally. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I think this might be a good point to to, to wrap up the show. Uh, wow. Hey, yep, yeah, that's a great way to wrap up the show. So. Yeah. All right. So uh, with that being said, uh, follow us on all our social medias. Um, that means Facebook, even more about nothing. Um, on Twitter, E-Man Podcast 1. Instagram, E-Man Podcast. Snapchat. E-Man P1 and I think that's it. Yep. And whatever social media you guys are listening to us on, be sure to rate us, like us, do all that jazz um, because it greatly helps us. So, but with that, 
I am Rafiki, and I am. I'll be signing out. You guys have any last words? I like you're the only one signing out. Like you're just gonna leave the rest of us on here. Yes, I'm gonna leave the rest of you guys on. All right, cool. Any that, final words? That just means it's our podcast now. Hey. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, as always, I don't know if there's anything that came full circle for it to feel like concluded. Mm, not that I can think of. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> right, uh, we got a semi-emergency going on. Like, we're going to have to call, like, Ingenium or something to help us out here. So we're, <laughs> we're just going to hop off the podcast. We'll see yeah. you guys next week. All right. See you. Take care. <laughs>